welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. Julia, welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and in Sweden. Uh-huh. Yes, soaking up the <laughs> summer, this, you know, solstice summer sun here in Sweden. It's gorgeous. Yes, amazing. Such good energy. So I always kick off the podcast and I just love stories. I love hearing the why and how you ended up really in your dharma. What did that road look like for you? Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's uh... a... <laughs> It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So I am, uh, I'm from Sweden originally and I born and raised here. It's a beautiful, beautiful upbringing, like so much freedom and joy. And, you know, it's a very like, um, equal society, you know, like men and women share fair and, you know, fair share of burdens and money and everything. Like so good. I didn't realize how, how ahead this place was until I moved elsewhere. But anyway, I was, merrily going on my little life over here in Sweden (laughs) and like you know you know I went to university and all that stuff and I was like pondering what do I want to be when I grow up what's what's it going to be for me and you know I decided to to go to business school and like okay I'm gonna do this let's see what that takes me like I didn't know why I went to business school to be honest it was just like I guess I could do this you know I'm not (laughs) sure what else to do like I'll do this but none of the like things you become by going here it excites me like I was thinking about accountant and you know stuff like that and I'm like I don't want to be that but whatever I'll go to business school and then um when I was sort of graduating writing my thesis I'm like hey this is just not going to work out for me like this this stuff that I'm learning like it's so boring (laughs) why am I doing this and I was like, well, I have to sort of marry this with something that I do enjoy doing. So I uh, was playing a ton of computer games back then, um, probably more than I should. And like a lot of young people today are doing, uh, mm-hmm. I was pioneering on that. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, wow, what if I could, you know, work with computer games? And like, what if that could be my career? You know, maybe I can find a way to use, you know, my education and then find something to do. So I called around to some Swedish companies who are doing computer games and one of them said yeah you can come and like do your thesis here and help out with marketing and like learn the ropes and I'm like sweet so I did that and I ended up uh, that ended up being, being a very long career in the computer games industry that brought me to the states from Sweden that you know made me uh, you know after 20 years or so on that ride ended up as a VP of product and marketing at the big companies like Electronic Arts, Big Fish Games, stuff like that so it was like a perfect fit for me it was just like wow this is definitely the career that I want and been like really longing for where I could have equal doses of like joy and like creativity and still applying so <laughs> a little bit of the education I, I had that business, like, part. <laughs> that business part like oh, how do we 
money's good like how do we create more of it like how can we do these things and I really um but really becoming more of a producer product manager type type person game designer all that kind of stuff um and it was such a good time and I was felt very fortunate working with amazing people all along the way um and then you know and that we're, I know we want to talk a little bit about Saturn returns and so on I had a huge Saturn return uh, at the age of 27 where you know I left Sweden um and I came to San Francisco and I sort of was just winging it and seeing like oh maybe I can you know continue my career over here and it worked out pretty well so like I'm in San Francisco and I've been in San Francisco ever since so that was all great right so it's so much fun and whatever wait we're neighbors yeah where are you at I had no idea I'm in cool and my husband works for the San Francisco fire department (laughs) oh my gosh that's amazing Ah. yeah we're in we're in Bernal Heights oh my goodness that's so funny well now we have to meet for coffee I know I can't wait that would be so fun when we're back this this fall for sure yes yes so we you know so anyway I found myself an amazing San Francisco which is so awesome and beautiful and you know doing my life and from met my husband we had the two kids and I'm working my career and I'm doing all the things and my life is perfect on paper like I'm like oh great but but then ta-da like (laughs) emptiness in a way like freak you know okay on paper I've succeeded I've held all the things and I did all the things and that then now what like what Mm. what do I do with this like what is wait a minute like what is my what's my purpose? What am I doing here? Like, why do I want my kids to be talking to their kids about me? You know, it's like, Oh yeah, my mom worked in computer games. Yeah. She's cool. Or what is it something, to, is it something like more important than that? You know, it's like, and clearly like the gaming industry thing card was just not enough, at least in my opinion. So at the end, you know, I went through, I would say like call it a midlife crisis, call it an awakening, call it, you know, whatever you will, but it was like pretty huge. I ended my thirties. I'm like, Oh gosh, like, this is not aligned anymore. Like what I'm doing, I'm not feeling the joy. I gotta, like, I, I gotta find something, something to do. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, games have been like my whole thing, my jam, and now it isn't. Like, and I really like just lost my footing for a while. I'm like, I don't have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. But luckily, then, like, living in San Francisco, there's so many like resources available to us. Like, especially around like spiritual awakening and guides, and you know plant medicine what have you so think thankfully for me a lot of my friends were like pretty deep in in the deep end on the spiritual stuff and yes yeah so thank you friends thank you community for like being so into it because they were like hey well you need to come and like figure these things out meet these people work this person work with that person you know so it's sort of I got like a guided tour into like hey, you know, maybe there's more to life. And, you know, I had I had a, um, a, a plant ceremony and it blew my mind, you know. It's just like, holy smokes, this is, there's more. There's more to than that piece of paper with all the accolades that you have. Like, oh my gosh, like, there's so much more to life. There's so much more that you can do and how, you know, precious life is and how beautiful it is. And, you know, living, living a cookie cutter life was never my jam and it's not anymore. And it's like, reawakening sort of my joy of exploration and joy and creativity and just it's like wow I gotta I gotta you know this is amazing like all the spiritual tools that are out there and just like learning about meditation learning about the chakras the you know anointing or the 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 spirit realms or the spirit guys like I had no idea you know I lived most of my life like oblivious to all of this stuff and then it just like luckily just like 
dwelled into the world. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, there's so much cool things that I like didn't know about. So for me, it was just an, then like, wow, that was cool. Like to have like a plant ceremony, huge awakening, like big, big moment. But then you go home and you go back to your nine to five and you still have to feed your kids and there's mm-hmm. dirty laundry. And then I was like, well, how are you ever going to integrate? Like, how are you, are you just going to ping pong back and forth? Like, big experience, mundane life, big experience, mundane life. Like, what if there was a tool that could actually help people to stay like in the divine and in, like connected to the spirit realm like every day? So that's really where my my next endeavor then from the gaming came up with, which is the app Saged. So Sage is a mobile app that helps people stay on the spiritual path during their journeys with just like five minutes a day to do like a quick daily ritual, quick guided meditation, a gratitude practice. And just to make sure that you always like tip your toe into the divine, like even if you're folding laundry, even if you're like running late for your work, whatever, like here's a five minute tool that you can use to make sure that you remind yourself about the divine being that you really are. So that's sort of but then came to me like oh i need to build this thing you know i know how to build games and apps or whatever let me build an app that really helps people when they're on are on their spiritual journey and this is now three years ago that we launched and it's been growing ever since and it's like evolving ever since and it's it feels so good and it feels so joyous and aligned in terms of what i want to do with my life and my time right now so definitely feel like I'm living my dharma. Like, there's a reason I spent 20 years in the gaming industry. I learned so much, and I can apply all those tricks and you know things to engage an audience, but do it in a much healthier way about helping people, you know, in their everyday. Yeah, so that's that's sort of the timeline of things that evolved into ending up running this app called Saged. I love that. And you know what I always find so fascinating about stories and the reasons I'm like so intrigued with everyone's why and how it happened is it's like when we're in it, like when you started your story and you're in business school, you would have never thought fast forward 20, 30 years that here you are with this divine app that's a way for people to tap in spiritually every day, right? But when you tell the story, it all syncs together so beautifully as it's unfolding. So it's just, I just feel it gives people so much hope if they're in that spot of being in business school and knowing that's not what they want to do to know that, you know, we get put in certain situations for such a divine reason that really doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it for sure. And there's so many things who's sort of struggling earlier. Like I was struggling at least with an earlier. Life. I'm like, why is this happening to me? I can't believe this is happening to me. Why do I have to do all this stuff? But then like, and here I am, you know, like when you stretch that out over time, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy I had to go through that hard time to learn the thing that I now can apply in an easier way, right? So it's, it's, uh, it's really important for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So powerful. So let's talk about Saturn return for people that were listening to you touch on that. And they're like, what is she talking about? Can you explain what it is first before we go any deeper? Yeah. So I mean, Saturn. So it's a bit 20. So I understand it. And I'm not an astrologer. Like we have awesome astrologers in the app. I'm not one of them. But I am very intrigued about astrology. But so your Saturn return happens every 27 years, right? So when you're 27 and then whatever, 50-ish something, or is it? Yeah, so whatever that is. I can't do math on the fly. What is that? <laughs> it's right before, like, end of the 50s. 
uh, is your second one. So every time your Saturn return comes around, it's really sort of marks a huge shift in your life. Um, and it's really about, you know, changing your direction entirely and really examining your life so that you can like check in with yourself and then it's like, okay, is this where I'm supposed to, supposed, yeah, supposed to be doing? Is Am I where I'm supposed to be? And it can come like in the harshest of ways. Uh, like there's like no excuses around the Saturn return. It's just like, whammo, like smacks you in the butt and like gets you moving. Uh, it's not gentle or kind and it's often like quite stirring um and mine was like so intense so intense and i really really just in hindsight and i'll tell you all the good bits about the intenseness but like what i truly feel now is like if i had known about saturn returns when i was like going through that and like looking at it as not necessarily grief and pain and what the you know actual f is happening in my life and rather be like this is a learning i'm just going to take this learning wow would i save myself a lot of tears and pain um so for me then the saturn return was happening right around like when i was 25 26 so it doesn't have to happen like on the year you turn 27 it could be anywhere from like 25 to 30 but like it's kind of in those years mm-hmm. um and my saturn return show up you know i was living in stockholm i was that working i like quickly got like a big wig job at this game company I was working for and like games I run a game studio with another friend it was like it was amazing because like we're saying it's like a long time boyfriend we've been together for like a hundred years like high school kind of situation we lived together and had a great time um and like everything was like pretty awesome and I could sort of the one thing I didn't like though was like I could kind of see what my life would be like at 50 and I'm like cringe I don't want to know like I wish it was more adventure in my life like not to know how all of this would pan out it felt like I already saw my life in front of me it was not a bad life you know but it was just like very like Stockholm based and like all these things and you live your life in this way and have this kind of and I'm like not interested I don't want to know I like I I don't want to know what my life now at the age of 25 was going to look like at 50 like no thank you not interested yeah boring boring (laughs) so I had that in the back of my head I'm just like oh I I kind of know that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, but I kind of ignored it. I'm like, whatever, like, that's fine. Like, I'm just going to keep going on the treadmill that I'm on. But then shit started falling apart. So that lush gaming job, like it was the dot-com era, that collapsed. Like they ran out of money. They had to lay off a bunch of people. I was one of them. Um, luckily, living in Sweden, everybody's unionized. The union, like, put up a fight for me, and I walked away with a ton of money <laughs> to support other things I'll talk about later. Um, gotta love socialist countries, I have to tell you, in moments <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then the longtime boyfriend dumped me. And, oh! Uh, he met somebody else, and like, I'm like oh, double kidding me? Oh my god, yeah, so that fell apart, and I was There's like... There's your 50-year plan! A, my 50-year plan just like went out the window, and I was like panicking about it, but I'm also like kind of relieved. And I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. Like that, look, let the boyfriend go, let the job go. That's okay, okay. And then I was like, moved out from my boyfriend, moved in with my mom. And then my brother, who was like four years older than me, also moved in with my mom because he broke up with his girlfriend. So I, basically, we're just back at mom's house again. And we're like, what happened? <laughs> like, that why are we here? <laughs> yeah, he's here like, was just turning 30 and I was like 25 26 like this is not happening 
but you know we love our mom so it's not, not nothing against her it was just like well this is not how it's supposed to be going at all so but then I'm like cool I'm gonna get my own place I'm gonna like move and I'm gonna get a job and I'll figure this out and then in Sweden you have to like buy first-hand rental contracts on the black market that's the only way to get like a nicer place in the city and all my friends have done it they use this one guy like oh he's gonna take care of you don't worry and I go to the guy, I gave him all my money. And he's like, yeah, I got this place for you. And then he's like, actually, no, uh, that fell through. And by the way, I gambled all your money, so you can't get anything back. Like, oh, my. Oh, you my got to be kidding me right now. No. So now I'm like broke and like borrowed money to get the place. I never got like I'm, I, somebody dumped my boyfriend, dumped me. I lost my job. And then and then. Like an angel from above, my bestie, Esty, since kindergarten, Louisa, had just moved to San Francisco and she got married and she called me up and she's like, just come over and visit, like take a break from Stockholm. Like this is, it clearly doesn't want you there. So like, just come here, like hang out. It's not like you have a job to go back to. I'm like, you're right about that one. So I show up in San Francisco and I never left. Um... And then because when I showed up in San Francisco, everything just fell into place. It's like, oh, hey, uh, you uh, you want a job? Yes. Psh, you want a place to live? Oh, here's a cool roommate. Psh, you know, like, everything just like unfolded and it was fun and adventurous. And I didn't know what next year was going to look like. And it was like so in the flow and in the joy and the creativity again. Like, so that was just like this, all those things need to happen for me to like find my path again. And, um, yeah, so that was just like such a gift. I mean, looking back now, my Saturn return was so painful when I was in it. It was like a year or like all these things unfolded during a year. And it was just like, just like looking, staring down like a dark tunnel with no light in it. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get out of this. But when I did, it's just like, like things just happen without the effort, like with grace and ease. So that was just (laughs) my Saturn return. And I would just like, in hindsight, it was really just like, if I had known, you know, when all these things started falling apart, if I had known that this was just a start of a great adventure and I just needed to let go of some things that were not for me, boy, would I have been a lot happier, like, during this time of unfolding, you know, and just had a lot more faith in, like, what was happening was actually for, for my better good and for, you know, for other things. But, um, you know, it was hard for me to see it that way. But looking back now, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That all makes sense. All that stuff needed to, you know, go away for other things to, to blossom. So it was tough, but forever grateful. So what would be, I always like to leave the audience with a little snippet that they can really walk away with for their tool belt and kind of start implementing in their life. What would be your top three things just from your personal experience on letting go on ways that you can release and trust that it's going to work out. Because when you're in it, like you're talking about, like we're gripping on so tightly to what feels safe and comfortable that the uncomfortable, we're like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, one of the great things everybody should be doing, whether you're going through a sad return or whatever you're doing, it's to align yourself with the moon faces because the new moon is for creation, right? So it's for setting out intention and ideas and whatever. And the full moon is a perfect time to release. So whatever it is you're holding, if it's like something huge, like, oh my God, all the, you know, legs got off the stool. <laughs> Damn it. Or if it's just like, what am I going to, you know, I, what can I, what can I shed in my life? You know? So I would say aligning with the, with the moon cycle was like 
big hit for me and also like allowing much way more flow into my life and also like okay the idea of initiation of creation the idea of like letting go what no longer serves and just like having that a continuous cycle uh, made a lot of sense for me not only like in work life but personal life and whatever just like in a way to processing so like if your intention is like I need to figure out why this is happening in my life or whatever that could be an intention and then at the full moon also look at okay what are the things I need to release and like maybe do a little burn ceremony so like the other fire ceremonies you can write things down so whatever you, whatever you're ready to release if it's like jealousy or fear or a person or a situation you write it down on a piece of paper and you toss it into fire like burn it on top of a candle or something like that this mm. is a good like letting go and there's also like cord cutting things you can do we energetically just cut the cords of the things that are holding you back and you and it's easy like you basically put your intention on what it is that you're cutting and you cut it off from your from your heart chakra so like use your your hands as swords to just cut off the invisible cords that are tying you down and you might Ooh, I love sometimes that. yeah it's it's good it's like the physical exercise of just moving your hand in front of your heart and you can use both hands on one hand. I like to like alternate like left, right, left. And just like you got to keep it in sync, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, totally. And then uh, and just like and sometimes you might not even know what it is that's weighing you down. Like I have times where like, I like I feel like I'm in a funk. I don't even I don't have no reason to be in a funk. But just like cutting away that too. It's just like just cutting away whatever it is. It's like whatever dimension I'm, I'm bothered in right now. And it's showing up here and just like cutting away at that as well. So that's a good one. Uh, another one that's not sort of moon related or anything is some a tool that I use almost every day. That is a, a little, it's a newer tool for me, but I love it so much. I keep telling everybody about it. Like it's such a, it's been so powerful and super helpful um, when it comes to crystallizing, you know, uh, what you should be doing next in your life. Mm-hmm. um because you know I, I have like the monkey brain's on yes I meditate but I don't always have time to meditate for very long I have two young children I work a lot and you know you know there's I'm just busy so like this idea of like an hour meditation for me that doesn't really work uh so I I take whatever I can and what I do is like I carve out at least you know some alone time where you don't even and you only need five minutes for this tool that I'm going to talk about right now so this is a tool developed by a woman called Lisa Miller. She's a PhD and she's uh, specializing in, in psychology. And her um, research has all been about spirituality and the brain and uh, its effect on depression. And what she's found is that people who have an awakened brain or, or are spiritual, if it doesn't mean not necessarily religious, they could be religious or spiritual, but not religious. They all have this... Um, a brain that is much more adept at keeping depression at bay so mm. way less depression for spiritual people so that there is something there like there's a real core need for people to nurture their spiritual side and like come up to a way of living every day that we feel like we have we carry that spirituality with us because it's our protection against you know diseases like depression and states of mind like depression um, so it's a very simple tool. So I can talk you through it. It's only like a two minute thing. So, um, let's, let's do the exercise. I haven't done it yet today, so I'll do this by myself too. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Yes. Yeah. So first we just start with, uh, two cleansing breaths. So just in through the nose, out through the mouth. 
do that again. And then you're gonna close your eyes and we're gonna visualize that you're sitting in front of a table. It could be any table. It could be a table in your house, a table you've seen, a table at your favorite restaurant. It could be a coffee table, any table. So just visualize a table that you're sitting down by this table. And when you have a good view of the table, you invite anybody who loves you to come and sit down with you. So now you can have people showing up that take a seat around this table. And they could be people who have passed on or people who are alive today. They might people you know personally or people you don't know personally. And you just take a little moment to see who is showing up for you today. And they're all here because they love you. Ah, and then when they, they're seated, you ask them this one question. You ask them, do you love me? And they all say, yes, of course we love you. We love you so much. And you really feel your heart get filled with all the love that they have for you. And that feels really good. And then you connect with your higher self. You imagine your higher self. And you can imagine the on top of your crown chakra. You can imagine sitting somebody sitting a few, a few levels up looking down at you. And you ask your higher self, hey, higher self, do you love me? And again, you, you say, feel the yes, of course I love you. And from your crown chakra all the way down to your toes, you feel the love coming down from your higher self, filling your vessel. And when you feel that connection, you then ask your highest self or source or God or whatever you want to call the, the ultimate cre creation power. And you ask source, do you love me? And source says, yes, of course I love you. And you can again feel your whole body, your whole vessel filled with this love that the universe holds for you. And sitting and bathing and, and this love coming now to you from, from three different points, it's time for you to ask a question. And the question is simple. It's just, what should I do next? What should I do next? And then you listen to the people who love you. You listen to your own ideas that come up. And when you've gotten some good input from your team of lovers, then you simply say, thank you. I'm so grateful for you being here with me today, for sharing your wisdom. And you let them go. And you gently open your eyes again. And for me, this is like a perfect way to just love bomb on myself. <laughs> Yeah. And also to let, um, yeah, to just let wisdom come through in a good way. And uh, it always sets me right. And it helps me a lot to prioritize tasks for the day. You know, if it would be, you know, if I'm in like a hustle mentality for whatever reason, like, oh, I have to get all this stuff done. And sometimes the, the, the what should I do next is just like, you know, today you should actually play with your youngest daughter and like 
take her for a long walk and and that's what I'll do I'm like yeah I didn't need a hustle I just needed to connect with my daughter or my family or do something different so it's not always like it's not feeding what you think you need to do it sort of resets you a little bit to sort of I think broader about like your whole life and what is it that you should be doing in this moment Uh, and it's a tool that they also been working um, since Lisa Miller have been working with uh, the U.S. Army and a lot of their top level journals or whatever uh, generals <laughs> generals are working using this tool just to make sure that their decision making is coming from a better place as well from a really good place so it's a pretty useful nifty one that i like that is beautiful i needed that man <laughs> so good that was divine oh awesome oh. i'm glad yeah and oh it's quick goodness. right it's quick i love that it's, it's so it's, doable yeah. Yeah, and it's like meditation plus. Like it's like actually useful. Like meditation is great, but this is like, oh, thank you. Now I know what to do. Now, now I got this. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Okay, so one, thank you for going over on time because that was amazing, and I know everyone is going to benefit from that. And if you are driving or don't get a chance to do it, pull over, do it on the road because this is so powerful, and you will feel completely reset after. Wow like a new woman over here so where is the best spot for people to connect with you to download your app all the things is it on ios and android yep you can find it on either app stores you just search for s-a-g-e-d saged and it's free to download there's a ton of content on there for free if you want you can upgrade to um a premium membership, which is a subscription that unlocks the whole app. You get invited to our new full moon ceremonies. You get a bunch of masterclasses, lots of goodies, but you don't have to. Like, you, There's tons of value just using it for free as well. So check it out. Let me know what you think. You can always connect with us with, on Instagram where it's at Saged app. Um, and uh, we also have an awesome sagedshop.com where we recently launched... Um, some uh, membership like subscription boxes so we will send you a ritual in a box every month which are really really sweet okay i need to sign up for that like yesterday yeah yeah it's so fun like you get altar items you get stuff for you know doing your magic work and you get a ritual to boot with it as well so like how to actually use all the items in the box put together a ritual that's like designed for the wheel of the year for the season it's amazing and we only use um you know locally sourced sustainable stuff so nothing comes from china or like randomly produced somewhere that gets super intentional uh we just we're working some san franciscan uh, candle makers to lit rituals uh, a lot of them which is really fun too oh how cool is that yeah so those are amazing great quality beautiful so a sage sage shop for that one otherwise just get the app it's so much fun uh there's a big community on there too you can ask your questions and just hang out and do your daily rituals and get a little meditation so it's the good stuff oh beautiful well julia thank you so much for taking your time on your vacation and being here with me today i just value you so much and i cannot wait to get the subscription box oh yay thanks courtney (laughs) it was a pleasure being here thanks for having me Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. 
as always please sharing is caring we love to hear your thoughts we love to get feedback um, guest recommendations all the things and if you're not subscribed hit that little subscribe button before you leave today and until next time we will be hanging out soon